Hi everyone, it is episode number six of WDW Happy Hour. I'm Catherine, joined here at the table. I'm gonna go the other way around. Mm-hmm. If I'm here with Holly, Rob, Scott, and Matt. Um, and we're really excited to bring you this episode. It feels like it's been a while, but I'm really glad to be back. So let's start with Scott. He's topping us off. Uh, so let's talk about it. That was so close. Did I <laughs> that, was, that was so close. That was really close. Yeah, <laughs> for those who want to peek inside our friendship, if you haven't seen um, the HBO special Behind the Candelabra, in which Scott is mortified that I'm, I'm sharing this, but... Um, there's a, it's a Liberace character. It's a Liberace made for TV movie, and Liberace's portrayed by who is it? Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas, <laughs> and Matt Damon plays his lover. Um, his name is Scott, and he always refers to him constantly as Scott. And that was on point. Now all of us kind of when we refer to Scott, very often we go. Scott. Scott and Catherine got dangerously close to that on that intro. And then you, and you went all the way. You just went. All and I've the been way. a very good sport about it. Yes, you are. Been such a doll. And now the whole internet knows. All right, so go ahead. Let the memes well. commence. <laughs> well, gotta get back on track right away. Um, so top, uh, topping yep. it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Topping it off is the segment. This is where we cover a drink, or as Matt would say, a libation from somewhere in Disney World. Um, And we've traditionally gone to the World Showcase, but this time I'm going to take it a little bit of a different direction and go to the Tambu Lounge at the Polynesian. I'm not doing the one that you might think. Um, I am actually going to do the Bacardi Mojito, which I've had... You saved yourself. Holly's looking at me like, you almost took my drink, and I didn't, don't worry. I've had the uh, the mojito there like three times so far, Have I believe. you really? Yeah. Um, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Two separate occasions, actually. I had it last October, and then I had it again this May when we were down there. And it's, they just do it really well. It's, it's a traditional mojito with um, rum, limes, uh, agave nectar, mint, and it's topped with, I guess, a sprig of mint. And um, it's just a very refreshing beverage, uh, made very well, not terribly expensive as far as drinks go at that particular bar, the Tambu Lounge. Uh, so I recommend that. That's my, my drink of the day. And what's, is rum usually in a mojito or is it usually vodka? I believe it's usually rum. Oh, it it's, is? It's oh, okay. It, it's Cuban, right? So it's, it's. Okay. It's I wasn't rum. sure. I wasn't sure if that was a twist because they have those mules that they'll do like the Bacardi mule there. Uh, that sometimes it's, they... it's kind of a minty lime beverage. Okay. So it's, it is, it's very refreshing. I'd be willing to try that. I do like mojitos. I've never had it, but Man, that, that was... one. That was probably the only upside of dining at Ohana is that you had that mojito at your side before we went to that dinner. I I had three the one night when we were there in uh, October of last year. Oh, that was a a fun night. Notoriously, mojitos are like a pain for the bartender because you actually have to like crush up the mint leaves and it's kind of more... They usually muddle the muddling. Yeah. Is that what it's called? I think they call it muddle. Yeah, I believe that's right. But yeah, I mean, it's not like, you know, a mixed drink where you can just kind of add this, add this. Like it actually involves some (laughs) manual labor, so... It's cool. I tip well. There you go. Yeah, let your yeah. That's my thing. Let your tips uh, reflect. Your tips should always reflect the complexity of the drink. I think. 
Do you guys adhere oh, to yeah, that? Yeah. Like, if you're just grabbing a beer Bottle from beer, the tap, right? like, you're, you're not getting the same tip as if it were a mixed drink with multiple... Sure. Like, if you get, you know, a drink where you're hollowing out pieces of fruit, like, you know, give them a little extra. Or her, sorry. <laughs> well, good one. Yeah, yeah good, good I'll, one, I'll have to give that a try, or at least try some yeah, of yours. I recommend it. Have to find the recipe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, so Rob, do you want to sure. kick it off with the news? So the first news item, um, it's been all over the news. This thing hit mainstream uh, media last week was the um, alligator attack of a two-year-old boy at um, the Grand Floridian. It's been talked about ad nauseum everywhere, yeah. print media, TV. I mean, I saw it on everything I watched. So it was obviously a horrific accident. We don't want to belabor it. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's been we're disgusted. all yeah. It's, we're all um, you know. It's awful. Definitely I mean, upset by it. And uh, but like you said, I mean, we don't really want to. We're not adding anything to this conversation that hasn't already been said. So yes, our condolences. But we're not going to uh, harp on family. it. Yeah, yeah, of course, we're not going to harp on it too much. So. Uh, on to, on to more happier news, presumptuously? Uh, sure. So <laughs> Presumably? The, so the first one is um, the debut of uh, four new attractions. Finally! Uh, so three, three of the parks um, saw a combination of the four. So the first one we'll talk about is Soren. So the new Soren film, Soren Around the World, debuted at Epcot and features scenes from around the globe. Uh, Fiji, the Egyptian Pyramids, uh, Monument Valley, and the Eiffel Tower, among others. So they're saying the digital film is much crisper than the old one. Transitions between locations have been improved. Uh, the soundtrack is used in the is still used in the attraction, uh, but it has been enhanced. Patrick Warburton is still in the pre-show despite Woo! reports God. that he right. may not return. Um, the smell of oranges that accompany the orange grove is gone, though there are new scents with this version. Cool. So, it's it's gotten pretty good reviews from the things I've seen and read. I tried to I intentionally avoided any video personally any yeah. videos just to be yeah. None surprised. of us have, none of us have been to these new attractions yet. Right. Um, at the time of this recording, so um, but fairly soon we will have actual hands on. Uh, well, not really hands on. We're not <laughs> like, touch the screen. <laughs> this feels good. Yeah, no, we're we're gonna have an actual uh, impression. Experience. Yeah, but I'm definitely looking forward to Soren. It seems like the waits. I think with that third, um, third theater opening has definitely helped the queues. Yeah, it it appears at least. Um, time will tell. Another one um, is Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair is now playing daily in front of Cinderella Castle in the Magic Kingdom. The show's filled with characters including Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Goofy, Tiana, Naveen, uh, Rapunzel, Flint, Flynn, Anna, Elsa, Olaf, and more. Mickey is inviting his friends over for a festival which leads to several dance numbers, new songs, and even a little pyrotechnics at the end. Absolutely. When you get together with your friends, I mean, dance <laughs> numbers will happen. I mean, it happens with me all the time. And pyrotechnics. Yes. Oh, yeah, and pyrotechnics. <laughs> just everywhere. This is one of those daytime shows to help disperse crowds. It distracts. I think it's kid-oriented, right? I mean, yes. this is... Yes. There's, yes. This is... <laughs> we're not their target uh, demo. Um, so that just debuted if that interests you. I don't know. Enough of those mojitos that Scott talked about mm -hmm. earlier. I could get on board with this. 
You'd have to be starting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'd have to be starting pretty early because this is a daytime show. So you're getting day drunk over yeah, the poly. Yeah, and don't take the monitor. Yeah, 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 totally. I'd Please. love, I'd love you to to back that up. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't day drink very often. Matt's probably the least of the boozy of the five of us. <laughs> for sure, yeah. Good I for just... you. Good on you. Yeah. I, Future I, podcast I, episode is ranking the the boo- team the for booziness. I think I'd be. Oh gosh. Oh, you're oh you're boy, number one, one Rob. <laughs> Mr. Hollowleg. Thank you. I don't know, I think we would have to break it down into categories. That may be for a future episode. Wow, that, that's deep. That is very deep. I just picture, like, mug shots, like, a lover uh-huh. of... I'm the only wino in this group, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Sure. I am. All right, anyway. So. Yeah, so now we'll swing over to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, the new fireworks show, Star Wars, a galactic spectacular, has debuted. This the show- is different from the one they already yes. had? Yes. What was so, the old one called? So the other one was set to music, and it had fireworks. And I think the name was the same. But this now includes lasers, fireworks, and projections. On the... On the Chinese on theater. On the Chinese yeah. theater. Oh, cool. And some... I, I, I couldn't avoid some, some preview of this just on Facebook. And it, it looks like some of those buildings, those sound stages to the left and right of the, of the theater um, has mm-hmm. some projections. So hmm. this definitely, I think it's like a 15-minute show where the, wow. the previous one was maybe five. Yeah, it, that was, it yeah, was short. The one piece of uh, a tip here is that the Orlando Sentinel mentions that many of the fireworks take place to the right of the theater. So a spot on Hollywood Boulevard left many viewers unable to see much of the aerial show. Hmm. So it's just something to keep in mind if you are going. So I guess you would want to be beyond Starbucks, I'm thinking, is what they're, yes. they're saying. Yeah. I'd say probably near the Brown Derby would be a yeah. good spot. I feel like crowds are never really that bad. I feel like every time, at least for the, the Star Wars uh, spectacular as it existed previously, I mean, I feel like every time we've done it, Crowds have not been that bad. We've kind of stood directly in front of the Chinese theater and, you know, had no problems. Were we there on the first night when we saw it in December? Was that when it debuted? Wasn't uh, it around when the... Things or, around. Or January. I'm sorry. Recall. We were there in January. Um, it was around... Was that have been. the night we it, were with your mom, Scott? Yeah. 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 We, yeah, definitely we, we went and met them. It was around there that... That it debuted. But yeah, not, crowd's not bad. Yeah, the crowds weren't bad. I mean, it's, I was asking because if we were really there on the first night, that's a pretty big deal yeah. for, for like a new nighttime spectacular. And yeah. I didn't feel like it was that crowded. I, I think with the projections now, it's definitely going to be more of a yeah. a draw. Yeah. I, I, how good Disney is with those. It's, it, it looks pretty cool. So. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then the last one was the debut and opening of Frozen Ever After <laughs> at the Nor- Norway Pavilion in uh, World Showcase, replacing Maelstrom. Mm-hmm. So, is it, it still called the Norway Pavilion? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. What do you think? It's called the Arendelle. <laughs> Not really a country pavilion. Well, I thought that Norway had to, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just... No, they don't sponsor it. Right. No. But it's still referred to as the Norway Pavilion. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Just... Yeah. So it debuted, weights were in excess of 300 minutes. That's five hours. Um, it broke down several times. They were handing out water. 
Mickey uh, ice cream bars. Yeah, thanks to our Facebook uh, friend who, yeah. who wrote on our wall and very interesting <laughs> information from the day we were there. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much for providing that insight because... Yeah, I didn't read it. The piece of info that... Yeah, one of our readers no. is waiting in that line. So. Liz Capello, thanks a lot for uh, for sharing with us yeah, your the, experiences on that terrible day. We feel for you. Hope that it uh, hope that it was worth the wait. Although secretly, I wish I was there. <laughs> right, waiting. Yeah. Yeah. The the piece that she had mentioned was that um, they were only allowing fast passes at one point, and I didn't read that oh. anywhere else. So that could you imagine just no. waiting and then no. being turned? Away? I mean, ugh. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and and like I said, there's no shade there. I mean, like no, it's not a cool. Like yeah, you probably get in the in the queue and maybe you're in there for twenty minutes or so. But once I'm thinking you actually back to Maelstrom, get, but out, everything was outside. Once right. you get so closer you, to the entrance, and you're kind of shaded by some of the buildings. But if you're actually just if it as it as it looked, it was wrapping all the way back to China, and you're they like said, said past China. Yeah, That's there's no insane. cover. Yes. That is insane. <laughs> that is, yeah. I took it's, a look at the wait time last night at 9 p.m. It was 180 minutes still. It says Whoa. 90 right now compared to Soren, which is 45, which in my mind, I was talking to uh, my best friend this week and we're planning a trip for October, all of us. And we were kind of like just spitballing which rides we'd want to fast pass in Epcot. And we were kind of saying, well, like, obviously Soren. But not obviously, sorry, because yeah. I said, nope. how long is, is that, can that ride, how, how long can that line actually be when this opens? And this was before it actually opened. Right. So we were just speculating, like, how out of the building is it going to be? Oh, yeah, it's all the way out of the building, <laughs> right. like, quite a bit. And right now it's 90, and, and Soren's only 45, which is insanity to me because I can't imagine. I mean, I will 100% want to use a fast pass on this Frozen ride. However, I can't imagine after seeing it once that I'm going to want to keep riding it. I think it's going to be one of those, like, one and done. Like, I think Soren's a real experience. I think it's enjoyable again and again. Yes, very um, But, yep. I mean, how many times are you... I mean, sure, I still like getting on my train, so who knows? I might love this ride, but I'm just speculating that I can't imagine wanting to get on it again and again. Because it's really... The track itself is not very thrilling at all. It's not a thrilling ride. It's like a dark ride. I mean, I like doing mm -hmm. Peter Pan every time I'm there, but I mean... But you don't have to do it multiple yeah, times. Yeah, I don't have to ride it again and again. Yeah, I'll, I'll put a plug in for the article we linked on our Facebook page um, from uh, MotleyFool.com, where the guy went through, um, he knew the capacity of the ride and basically did some math to say how many guests are in the park and then how many people could actually ride it because it only has a capacity of a thousand per hour. Um, so it's just interesting. If you want to check it out, go to our Facebook page. You'll see it on there. Um, Another thing I thought was interesting about that is you don't, you don't really think of it as a small capacity ride because the Maelstrom correct. never had a long wait. So you always kind of thought like, oh, I can just hop on the Maelstrom. Well, sometimes it did. I yeah, feel like the no Maelstrom got up to like 40 hour. minutes sometimes. Mm -hmm. Only if it was raining. Because that was like, that's the best place to go. That and Mexico are like the two places to go if you're in Epcot. And you just because get... it's the only ride in the World Showcase. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I'm really excited to get on this. Yeah. But it's just, it's boggling to me that it... Yeah, you brought up a good point. I don't know if you said it specifically. So... Within the fast pass tiers, 
it's now you have to select one right. of Soren, Test Track, and Frozen. Right. So it's expected. I like that though. I mean, it I, spreads out that sure that top tier. It's going to be interesting. Test Track might be see a big hit because well i just it, when i was just looking at the weights it said test track was 80 so yeah, you're thinking wow. like oh. that's so much higher than soren which i'd, I'd really rather surprising. but but the thing that sets test track apart from all of those is the ability to single ride it yeah so i mean sure. if you're getting mm -hmm. on in the soren queue you're waiting 45 minutes if you get in the test track queue and you don't mind being a single rider eh, you could get in and out maybe in a half hour if it's really busy yeah so Agreed. that's what's so good about about single riding. I love that. Cool. So our our next news item is um, there. It, this is just a rumor. So um, there's rumors that the Disney Vacation Club will be setting their sights on Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort as their next timeshare destination. So rumors of a DVC at Caribbean Beach are nothing new. Back in the summer of 2014, it was one of the resorts prominently mentioned in a DVCnews.com overview of potential destinations. Back then, sources indicated that Disney was looking at demolishing a number of buildings at Caribbean Beach and redeveloping the property as DVC-style villas. The latest report suggests the current resort would remain largely untouched with villas constructed on a plot of land between Caribbean Beach and Disney's Pop Century Resort. This would be... Their first property at a moderate, um, right, moderate resort. resort. Yeah. So um, it's it, but it says it doesn't necessarily indicate that villa designs would feature smaller floor plans and fewer amenities. Would the points be cheaper? That <clears throat> that brings up be. a, a huge. I I cannot imagine. So what? Polly goes for one sixty five ish, mm -hmm. somewhere in that range right now. I cannot see how you could ask somebody to pay that unless they do some massive Phen phenomenal overhaul yeah. to that resort or make it almost it's a standalone resort in some way with its own lobby and things like that. Kind and of again, just a rumor. So exactly. This could just be a right. meaningless but it, hypothesis. But the thing about <laughs> it is Disney has no more deluxe properties to go to. Right. Sure. Yeah. So that's... And DVC is a huge moneymaker for them. Yep. So um, they, they're going to... You know, there was the rumor of Riverside and the Alligator Bayou region area of the resort being converted. Um, I've never been to Caribbean Beach. I, I've been there. I We have too. But it was long ago. Yeah, you Same. probably were there when it was really nice, but uh, I'm sure we'll get into this more if we ever do an episode on moderates, but... I hate Caribbean Beach. I think it is nasty. I think the rooms are just like yellowing and crusty. To be fair, we were there right before they did a major, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Renovation. Refurbishment of the resort and the rooms. So um, it might have improved since the last time we were there. So. I just thought there was like, it was like a weird Finding Nemo theme. And like, it was like just gross, like wallpaper runner, like wallpaper borders which i think is kind of weird for like a disney resort and like, again i, felt I think like they I was got in, rid like, of that i don't think that's there anymore room. we i don't know i'm not going See, to I was speculate 13 if i don't know when we went to caribbean so i can't even i don't even remember what the resort looked like i thought the pools were really cool that was the one thing like the whole pools and um like the lot like the 
the food court I thought was nice. It was very, a lot of variety, which I enjoyed that. It was almost like, kind of reminded me of a mall, like, but like themed a little bit more towards the beach, so. Cool. Alrighty, so is that it for the news? Yeah, it is. All right, well then, do you want to get on to our main topic? Sure. Okay, we're going to be talking about deluxe resorts this episode. Um, so we're going to kind of be talking about the value <laughs> of deluxe <laughs> resorts and if it's worth the money and uh, what we like about deluxe resorts and which are our favorites and kind of just doing an overview of, of the deluxe resorts at Disney World, Walt Disney World. Um, and here are the list of the resorts for anyone playing along. We've got Animal Kingdom Lodge. We've got the Grand Floridian. We've got the Polynesian. We've got the Contemporary. Wilderness Lodge. Boardwalk. Beach Club. Yacht Club. Saratoga Springs. And Old Key West. So... Do you want to start us off, Rob? What do you want to... Sure. I say we just... The thought was just talk about um, each one. Maybe give a quick description where it's at. Um, if for people unfamiliar, uh, what parks it's by. Okay. Um, and then just our impressions if we've been there. We've been to most of these, at least on property. Mm -hmm. uh, with the exception of Old Key West, none of the five of us have stepped foot on that. But the, the other nine... Some combination of us all have <laughs> have been there. So Animal Kingdom Lodge, as as the title suggests, is out by Animal Kingdom. Um, it's African themed. Um, it looks very the lobby looks very similar to Wilderness Lodge, where it's that grand entrance where you walk in and it's you know six stories high. The yeah. the ceilings um, some really cool. Um, Decor, yeah, well, and the, architecture, and chandeliers, yeah. and, and some you know some really good restaurants. Discussing uh, the location of Animal Kingdom Lodge, can you walk from Animal Kingdom no, Lodge no, to Animal no, Kingdom? No, good question. No, no. you it's, cannot. It's not. Um, so not even to the resort that. No. No. Um, the Animal Kingdom Lodge is cool. When Catherine and I stayed there, we had a Savannah view, which you pay extra for, and you have a balcony that overlooks um, the. An area of the Kilimanjaro Safari that's well, not Kilimanjaro Safari. Yeah, that just the savanna that is an area that the Kilimanjaro Safari is connected no, to. No, right? it's that, not connected. It's totally separate. It's their own separate. It's a yeah. separate. It's not. Savannah. I thought it was like if you like. I don't think it's close enough. No, it? it's no. not close. Uh -uh. It's not connected. I thought okay. It's their own savanna on their yeah, own. Yeah, it's property. just think of it as two separate things. Yeah. So there's there is. Stuff in between those two. Yes. Correct. Yes. I had no idea. I thought it was all one strike of land. And there's... I can see why you thought that. I mean, well, how many giraffe right. areas are you going to have on a Walt Disney World property? Right. But there are several. And we <laughs> stayed um, at the Savannah View last December. And the first night we were there, like Matt really could just watch the animals the entire time. And it was really cool, but we didn't see any animals. Like the we first were like, two nights. It's just like freaking Jurassic Park where they drive through <laughs> and they don't see anything. <laughs> and then the, the last night we were there, uh, or the second to last night we were there, we saw, was it the giraffes that sleep standing up? 
And it's oh, wow. so weird because they're right outside your window and they're just standing there and you're like, oh, that's so, it was creepy. I thought it was really creepy. <laughs> but we it saw was, some wildebeest, some yeah. wild birds. We saw some antelopes. So like, yeah, I mean, it get, by the end of the trip, we had seen some. Uh, does it justify the price? I don't know. I guess that's what we're trying to determine here. Well, just the pros and cons of yeah, staying there. You, I, get, you get a little um, um, uh, guide similar to Kilimanjaro safaris on top where they tell you all the animals you may see. And again, this like is only little... the, this is only for the Savannah view, right? I mean, well, it, it, we didn't pay for a Savannah view. We stayed, what, a week after you guys were there. Mm -hmm. Um, we didn't pay for a Savannah view room, but we definitely saw a decent amount of animals right from our room. Oh really? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. We were yep. at where they house all the animals. Yeah, we saw like pens or whatever. Yeah, that like, makes me mad. Yeah, I mean, we definitely saw a decent... I'm trying to remember some of the... We saw like wildebeests and um, I think we saw giraffes. Yeah, giraffes. And then as you walk through, you could still see like the hallway and stuff. On, on the continuum of, continuum of art of animation to Grand Floridian, how adult versus kid-friendly is You mean all-star sports to Grand Floridian? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Would you say this is an adult friendly resort or kid-friendly resort? I think really all specific? of the deluxe resorts yeah. are generally fairly um, adult friendly with the exception of the beach club just because it has that water park element to it. I think everything else is fairly... Uh, rich kids. Sure, yeah, rich kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you got kids that are into animals and... You know, that, that kind of thing. This could be a cool place. Well, they uh, had kid activities when we were there. They were setting stuff up in the main lobby for oh, kids yeah, to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, I think they do, do that at most of the, yeah. of the When we were resorts. waiting for the buses, they had little guides that had, like, different types of animal droppings, and you had to guess. It was <laughs> yeah, like I guess a that's clay, cute for kids. It was like little, like, sure. you know, plasticine <laughs> molds of, you know, whatever, and... Yeah, so it was, you so, know, they try to keep you entertained there, and um, it smells so good in the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yes, I love the smell of the Animal Kingdom so Lodge. So pros, animals, um, <laughs> you know, if you're a big animal lover, obviously. Um, cons, it's kind of far away. Location. I mean, it's, it's, it's what? The location. The location's kind of crappy. I mean, it's over by Animal Kingdom, but which is kind of far away from the other three main resorts. So it's, you're, you're taking a decent amount of time um, with traveling. If, yeah, I mean, if if you want to spend a lot of time at Animal Kingdom, it's your park. If you want to spend a lot of time at Magic Kingdom, you're spending a half hour each each way getting to and from the Magic Kingdom on and, a bus. And just real quickly, the restaurants. That yeah, I was going to say oh, restaurants. Yeah, yeah. So, Boma, Chi, uh, Chico. San, uh, Sana? Sana, that is in uh, Kadani Village, which is, you would have to leave the main. So, there's two buildings there. There's. Jumbo House and there's Kadani Village. And Kadani Village is the DVC. DVC property, and they're 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 attached via a walkway. But you can walk, yeah, yeah, but they're not housed together. So um, there's some Sanaa is is definitely in Kadani Village. Um, um, where have we? Eaten? We we at Boma, uh, Boma, we had Boma for breakfast, breakfast yeah. which yeah. is really good. Kath and I were didn't like it as much as the rest of our group. I think it was it was good. It just wouldn't be my first choice. Yeah. Sure. But anyway, um, we actually got dropped off at Kadani Village by accident. Oh, okay. Because the buses don't make it super clear, and we were on some buses where you went there didn't. first. And then there were other buses where you went to Animal Kingdom Lodge first. 
And that's quite a hike. I mean, that was like a 10 minute fast walk that we were like done with the parks for the day. And we're like, geez, this is the last thing we want to do. And you're walking by like the employee parking garage. And it's really not very glamorous, but just, you know, keep your eye out on the buses and, you know, make sure you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Active listening. Yeah. Active listening is key. So, all right. Well, anything else? I should say like the main overview of this, like that's not really specific to any of the particular resorts is that my, my initial thought is no, it's not worth it because how long are you really spent? A lot of people are thinking like, well, how long am I really spending in my hotel room? Like I'm going to be at the parks most of the time. I'm only going back to the hotel room to sleep. A lot of people's, um, vacations are laid out like that. And I kind of understand people's trepidation and saying like, well, why am I going to spend, you know, so much money on a place where it's just basically going back to sleep and maybe take a nap. But I don't agree with that for all of these resorts. And I've spent some good time at some of these. Um, so I think we'll get to that. Yeah, I do, however, agree with that notion as it relates to Animal Kingdom Lodge. But I, I guess I said, does anyone have anything else? I've got something <laughs> else. Um, Animal Kingdom Lodge stands alone in one factor, which is a major con. Um, there is no special transportation anywhere. Every other resort, you can walk to a park, you can monorail to a park, you can boat to Disney Springs. You could boat to a park in Wilderness Lodge's case. Correct. Um, every other deluxe, you have a special form of transportation because you are shelling out that extra money. Animal Kingdom. And Animal you're Kingdom. You're taking the bus like everyone else. The cheese stands alone at Animal <laughs> Kingdom. You are riding the bus. You can't ride that giraffe to Kilimanjaro's uh, <laughs> park. Jump off your, your <laughs> or balcony. The, ride the a camel giraffe. comes out to your. Yep. That's right. Uh, so that's disappointing. Yeah, it, it's a bummer because I mean, you could spend, you could save quite a bit of money, say, saying somewhere like Fort, Port Orleans French Quarter, and you get the same amenities as someone who's staying at Saratoga. And here are the Animal Kingdom lodgers who are spending way more than you're spending if you're at, at Port Orleans French Quarter, and they're not getting that really basic, um, you know, amenity. It's a get to see wildebeest. True. Anyway, all right, next up, do you want to go to the Grand Flow? Sure. So the Grand Floridian is um, Walt Disney World's flagship resort. Big Daddy. Yeah, I mean, it's probably the largest uh, room um, from number of rooms. Um, It's the most expensive um, by far. Um, It is on the monorail loop. Um, so it is one stop away from the entrance to Magic Kingdom. So yeah. that's a huge, huge, huge positive. It's okay, a beautiful good. hotel. 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 <laughs> no, it's a beautiful hotel. It's modeled after the Hotel Del Coronado, which is, um, for those who are familiar, um, is the island outside of San Diego, uh, Coronado Island. There's a beautiful old hotel there, which the Grand Floridian is... Uh, designed around, and that's where uh, Some Like It Hot was filmed. Not the Hotel Del, uh, the Hotel Dell, not the uh, Grand Floridian. But yeah, and it's a great hotel to model one around because they're both beautiful. But like the like Full House TV special was filmed at the Grand Floridian. Yeah, the one where Uncle Jesse plays piano with the Beach Boys. No, the Beach Boys weren't there. You just no, he just played piano at in the lobby. Yes, of course. So Beach Boys two... separate episode. Yes. Sorry. You two were the only ones that stayed at the Grand Floridian. Yes. That's right. So what would be your pros and cons? 
Um, pros, the history, I mean, it's it, like Rob said, the flagship um, hotel of Walt Disney World. I know that both of us, you know, from when we started going to back to Disney World in our adult lives, we're always like, oh, we got to stay at Grand Floridian. Um, the restaurants are fantastic, although we've yet to eat at Victorian Albert's. Um, you've also got, um, what are some of the other restaurants there? Narcoosie's, uh, Park Fair, 1901 Park Fair. You've yeah. got the Grand Floridian Cafe. You've got Victorian Albert's. You've got... Meisner's Lounge. Oh, Minster's Lounge. M-I-N-T-Z-E-R? Was there a T? I don't think Minster's Lounge. I will say this. Um, and this just kind of is a glimpse into my life when I was <laughs> staying there. Um, my parents stayed with us when we were there. So we treated my mom for her birthday. Um, and I guess it all kind of depends on your mindset when you're vacationing. Because in this particular time, this was before we got married, um, we like were not about to like just drop into Narcoosie's and have dinner. That is not, that was not an option for us. We, I think my dad and mom ate every single meal at Gasparilla's that trip, which is just the little... Their quick service. Their quick service, like <laughs> flatbreads and like sandwiches. And my mom was like so sick of it. And my dad was like, we're going to Gasparilla's. Which <laughs> um, is funny because we treated her. Yeah, anyway. So like, so they, like they could have, you know... That sounds like a Bob thing. Yes, that is. But that is like Catherine's very... Catherine's dad is frugal. Yes. So... To... Yeah. Um, the rooms they do have, um, they're very similar to the boardwalk hotel rooms where you have the two beds and then you have a couch. So you could fit five in that room because you do have a couch. But that, I felt like it was a little tight. We were on the first floor. We had a balcony, which was really nice, but the balcony was like looking into the courtyard. Um, since we've stayed there, they've added the really nice water play area, like for kids, like the Mad Hatter themed. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like going there to drink. I like Minzer's Lounge. We've done that many times when we haven't been staying at the Grand Floridian. You see fun things there, I'll tell oh you that. Boy. We've seen quite a few well, train you know, wrecks. Kind of building on that, the, my impression of the Grand Floridian is that it's too good for the people who are staying there a lot of the time. It just, it's yeah, but, so austere. And then there's these people <laughs> that are just sweating in tank tops. And yeah, it's, a, it's true. It's an odd But that's combination. everywhere. I know it is. That, but it's it, everywhere. It feels like it should be, you know, old Hollywood or, yeah. you know, Atlantic City or something like that. And then... Have you been in nice, Atlantic City? Nice, nice Atlantic City. I'm thinking City. like, you know... The boardwalk. Right. Yes. Um, Not like 2016 Atlantic City. Right, right. Okay. Like classic, you know. Um, yeah, I really, I mean, I really love the Grand Floridian. It's what I think of when um, I was like a little kid. Like that's like my Disney. Like I picture the boats on the Grand Floridian, you know, on the water and... It's very pretty. Um, the electrical water pageant goes by there. We got to see that a few nights when we stayed there, which was really cool. You can't beat the location. Well, you might be able to beat the location, but we'll get to that in a few. Um, but all in all, great. High, high marks. High marks, one. but not the highest. Not my highest yeah. marks. So just... We'll move on to the next one then. Yeah, so yep. the next one is the Polynesian Village Resort. Um, again, on the monorail loop, it is the stop before the Grand Floridian. So it's basically directly across the Seven Seas Lagoon from the entrance to Magic Kingdom. Um, it's, it's 
South Pacific um, themed. Polynesian. Yeah. Um, so you know some of they they're called the longhouses. Um, you know some of them are are named Fiji. Um, so then a bunch of other names. That's the so only one. I, yeah. Um, it it is a it's the oldest. I mean it it opened when Walt Disney World opened, when the Magic Kingdom it's one opened. Of the o so OGs. Yeah. So it's going on forty five years. They just did a complete. Uh, refurb on the main building uh, ceremonial house I yes. think is the yeah. the name um, some great restaurants there I think we've mentioned them in previous episodes yeah uh, with the exception Cafe. of perhaps Ohana uh -huh. um, pineapple and I get your Dole Whips yes they have a Dole Whip stand they got Trader Sam's, which is which is like, fantastic oh, yeah. we're all big fans right and um, the outdoor area of Trader Sam's even if you're not able to um, go into the themed area. There's a really great outdoor seating area. I believe we've spoken on this in the past. Um, I don't think we've gotten too in depth, but it's totally worth it. If you can't get into Trader Sam's and you're disappointed, go around go, the back. Go around the back. You can get takeout from Captain Cook's, which is phenomenal. Yeah, Captain very Cook's good. is, in my opinion, the best quick service that I've, that, that I've had. Yeah, um, really good quick serve. Yeah, I mean, you could get some cool things there. They had the Tonga Toast. Which I thought you could only get at Kona Cafe, um, but you could get it there, and it's like three or four dollars cheaper. You don't need a reservation. Yep. So that's a little tip. Um, I'm always impressed by the Polynesian pools. I think they look oh, really nice because you can see those from those restaurants. And yeah, and they just opened the DVC. They just did a complete. I think it's the East Pool is what it's called, but um, that was closed when we were there in January. They correct, and it just opened. I think end of April. Uh, we walked by we when walk we were there in May, that. and it just... Yeah. It, Interesting, though, there's a nice little lounge there, but you definitely have to have a magic band to be staying at the Polynesian, because we tried to... We tried ours, right? <laughs> yeah. To get in? Yeah. yeah. No but go. It went no right. go on that. <laughs> yeah. No pool hopping The rooms were absolutely beautiful. You are I right. <laughs> was blown away when we walked in, when we finally got into our room. I was like, wow. Yeah. This is by far, I'm looking at my list here, <laughs> the nicest Disney hotels I ever rooms i've ever been in yeah i think that hands down you're getting pluses across the board with regards to theming rooms location amenities Food. restaurants yes. i think that this one is is high in high, contention high for the top um something that gets overlooked i don't hear people mention you you could get to two parks via monorail by walking to the monorail so you, i mean from our room to the ttc was a five minute walk and we were on the monorail to epcot or, or Magic Kingdom. Or the Magic Kingdom. Or yeah, you could so get the I mean, Magic was... Kingdom from... The lobby. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. have to go to the TTC. You could just... Correct. Get on yes, the lobby, yeah. take you to the Magic Kingdom. Which is quicker, the monorail or the boat? The, the monorail. monorail. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the TTC workers will lead you to believe that they're comparable. They're not comparable. Okay, they're not. The it's still cool. Is... The boat's cool. Yeah, you should yeah. do the boat once. I've done the boat. Yeah. I haven't done the monorail it's from Polly to much, Magic Kingdom. much much faster to do the monorail but it's also way more crowded so the line always looks looks so much longer but you will get there faster if you wait in that line another <laughs> highlight is um you could see wishes every night basically mm -hmm. from yeah. from the resort I, just a weird side note so we stayed there the night before we were supposed to run the marathon and wishes was at nine or ten and i was like halfway sleeping and the fireworks start and I literally, they woke me up and I literally thought they were outside the room. Like yeah. it, it felt like it was like right next to us. Like, it, And I know I was in a daze, but it's, <laughs> it's, it, you're that close. Yeah. It, it was, it was 
pretty incredible. And then our next hotel is another well, one where I, you can we're not, see. We're not, I'm not done with the Polynesian. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, hold, hold your horses. Really um, again, ruined my transition. Yeah, no, we, we can take our time here. Um, the, the Polynesian, the rooms I thought were beautiful. Everything was brand new. These are the rooms that have the Murphy beds coming out of the TV, which are very, very comfortable. Right, Matt? Yeah, I love the Murphy bed. Now, j just so that's DVC. I'm clear. sorry, the yeah, DVC so. room. So if you're in a hotel room here, um, they also have. We stayed with Robin Holly the night before they ran the marathon at the Polynesian, and it was like the ideal room for two couples staying together two because beds. they have two shower stalls. One is a separate room, so like Matt and I could put our like toiletries in there and like our like our I don't know like our PJs and just like have our stuff in there. And one toilet, it's still considered one bath, but you get like two shower stalls, which and the shower stalls were phenomenal. They were yeah. that shower was, uh, stall, stall the raindrop rain shower. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and it was it was awesome. And to my understanding, the DVC rooms in the Grand Floridian have the same shower, bathroom, hookup. Configuration, yeah. Configuration, which I hope is a trend, because I love that. Um, anyway, do you want to go next? Moving <laughs> on to another uh, resort that you can also see the Wishes Fireworks from your room is the, uh, or from anywhere in the resort, really, is the Contemporary uh, Resort. And that is the closest, um, that is the closest hotel to any of the parks. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's right next to Magic Kingdom. It's close with regards to Boardwalk and Epcot, but I think the Contemporary still has it. Eight-minute walk. Very, very close. <laughs> you can you can hop on the um, on the monorail that runs literally through the hotel. Um, you've probably seen it. Um, or you could walk, and like Catherine said, you can get there in eight minutes. So, yeah. That's I, I mean, I right raced, there. I raced Matt once, and he thought the monorail was faster, but it's not. No, she beat oh, me. buddy, that, that yeah. was never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, so location, obviously, big plus. If you're going to spend a lot of time at Magic Kingdom, then yes. Do you guys want to talk about the TVC uh, fireworks yeah, area? Sure. Yes. So there's the, the traditional, what everybody thinks of when they see the contemporary. And I'm making a motion with my hands that nobody could see. But perfect. The, the modular, <laughs> the modular a a, hotel. Right, where the, the monorail goes It's a rectangle through. with a hole in it. <laughs> No, no, it's not a rectangle. I, it's, a, yeah. it's two rectangles. It's a trapezoid with yes. a hole in it. Trapezoid. It's a trapezoid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 rectangle. <laughs> rectangle, not a trapezoid. Um, They're all fucking Oh, my. Part of, um, part of the resort is also what's called Bay Lake Tower, which is their DVC property. I want to say it's about 10 years old or so. Um, and if you're a DVC member, you could gain access to the top floor. Um, with showing your card and whatnot, um, and you could watch wishes from up top, um, thirteen stories. I want to say about thirteen floors up. They pipe, they blast the music. So there's it's all there too. There's a yeah. Which, is this a one for one admission or is this? No, like, Scotty, no, get in there. Um, I think it's. I'm not sure how many. I bet. You I, I think it's a, maybe four. Yeah, I think it's whomever might be staying on the reservation. I think. I don't think they're super, you know, you just show your card or your magic band, they see it, they let you go. I can't um, imagine that you'd be given a hard time if you had a guest or two, right, but you never yeah. know. But yeah. We haven't yet. I mean, we went in, in January. It, there was a decent amount of people, several dozen up there, but that bar would be cool to just see. We didn't out. try bringing a guest, so I wouldn't no, know right, that right, would right. work. Um, 
but yeah, it's it's cool to to see wishes from that perspective. You don't realize how far back those the the yeah. giant fireworks like behind Fantasyland, mm -hmm. um, how far back they're set. They're quarter mile, half mile from probably the back of the resort. It's it's just interesting to see from that perspective. Cool. Um, yeah. Right. Um, and we can talk about dining a little bit. I'm going to pass this on to Matt because I know he's very, very passionate about one of the dining options in the contemporary. Oh, that's right. Um, the, um, oh God, why am I, I'm totally blanking on the name. The Wave. Um, I love the Wave restaurant. Wave at the Wave. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Wave is a, um, it's a, for lack of a better word, a very contemporary restaurant, um, really priding itself on farm to table, some interesting cuisine um, with fresh ingredients, um, some takes on traditional meals with a twist. Like they're trying to do, so a lot of people could get turned off by the menu thinking that it's a little weird. Um, it's right up my alley. Um, I don't have the menu in front of me, but I, every I, experience I've had there has been fantastic. I love the wave. It's probably one of my favorite restaurants at Walt Disney World. I think um, that menu changes quite a bit too, depending on what's seasonal. I think so too. And it's, it's really good. We've eaten there twice, I think. And I kind of, I don't know if I actually said this on a past podcast, but my dad does not like Walt Disney World. He loved the wave. We actually, that was the one time they didn't need at Gasparilla's that trip. Um, but he really enjoyed the food there. It's I was, fresh. I mean, I've been in it to have a drink. Mm -hmm. um, cool bar that, area too. Like lounge. The They've got a little lounge the area. Pillows. With, yeah, it, it looks like a really hip like uh, <laughs> nightclub almost. Not, not that there's like some DJ in the corner blasting out tunes, but it, it was super relaxing. Like after a long night, or day in the Magic Kingdom, you want to just have a drink yeah. and relax and like kind of regroup. That's After a, a long day of drinking, you want yeah. a relaxing place <laughs> yeah. to drink. That was a great spot to, <laughs> to hang out yeah. at. Yeah, um, but the food there is great, and I, I do agree. I think that the menu is pretty fluid. It changes quite a bit. Yes, um, and the other there are other two major dining options there. The one is the California Grill, which is one of the signature restaurants in Disney World. Um, and that's at the top of the contemporary. None of us have eaten there. Correct. Right? No. Okay. I, um, that's definitely a, a special occasion type place, I'd say. Mm -hmm. um, but also, Chef Mickey's is on in the the concourse level. It's of just character dining. Character dining, uh, breakfast, brunch, and dinner. Oh, I didn't know they did dinner. They do. Um, we've eaten at Chef Mickey's before. For and breakfast, yeah. We, I really enjoyed it. Me too. And we don't have kids, so, <laughs> I mean, we ate there with another couple, um, our friends Aaron and Joe. We went, and, uh, yeah, we had a great time. I mean, we... The Character interaction, even for four weirdos there without kids. <laughs> on point. And the, the buffet was really good. Traditional, this is not the buffet at, um, uh, what is the one at Animal Kingdom? Boma. Boma. At Boma. This is your... Eggs, your hash browns, Mickey your, your Mickey waffles. <laughs> this is in a, a standard American breakfast option, and I loved it. I mean, every now and then you just want a good breakfast buffet, and it's it's good. Yeah, I we remember there that we we had drinks outside there. There's that little the Contempo, the Contempo Cafe, I think is what it's called. Mm -hmm. um, I was shocked at how loud it was in there. That, yeah, that, it that is. was that would be a little disconcerting. To we me. were. Um, 
like you think most of it is on the concourse, but we were kind of like around the corner and like under like kind of a shorter ceiling. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like wa as wide open. I don't think the noise carried quite as much where we were sitting, which it was, it was nice. I, I highly enjoyed it. I'm not much of a breakfast eater though, honestly. So like, I don't think I was, that really like imprints itself on me, but. So none of us have stayed at the contemporary, so we can't make a comment on the rooms, the amenities of the actual uh, room offerings. However, we spent a decent amount of time, you know, passing through the restaurants and the bar areas. Location is obviously a huge plus. Um, the restaurants there are good. And the, the history of it, this is another one that opened with the Magic Kingdom in 1971. Um, and it's just you know, this was one of Walt's visions, and if you have ever traveled the monorail, you can see the Grand Canyon Concourse and the Mosaic by Mary Blair. is one of my all-time favorite things in Walt Disney World. That's that's one of my happy places right there looking at that. It's, yeah. It's gorgeous. Hmm. So, all right. Well, we can move on to the next one, which is the Wilderness Lodge. Yeah, so Wilderness Lodge is... Um, it's a magic kingdom. <laughs> yeah, it's a magic kingdom resort um, via boat, mm -hmm. a boat yeah. ride, a five minute boat ride. Or bus. Uh, yes, or bus, which unfortunately the buses sometimes share with either the Polynesian or Grand Floridian. Yeah. Um, so that can be a downside. Um, it It is Northwest, Pacific Northwest inspired, like a, a, those lodges that you would arts and crafts theme yes, it's very perfect. similar to the grand californian theming yeah um, disneyland uh, yep. yeah this is the wilderness like redwoods that sort of thing it incredible wow. um incredible lobby <laughs> you're just you oh, walk beautiful. into that from outside and just you're blown away it's awe-inspiring the I wilderness think. lodge is like my dark horse pick for um a top three uh, uh, deluxe resorts. I really, really like the Wilderness Lodge. I've never even seen oh, it. God, it's oh, God. It's not huge as well. I like That's, about it so much. It's kind of compact. Yeah. So it's very... Does it have anything restaurant-wise that would bring you in from the outside? Oh, Absolutely. yes, it does. Because we we've never gone there for yes, any reason. Actually, the first time I ever was not. in well, the Wilderness yeah. Lodge we've was there, like, for six times. the Whispering Canyon Cafe is the... Um, it's... The restaurant in the lobby and it's fun it is just a great restaurant and also talk about a great friggin breakfast that is the best breakfast i've ever had in walt disney world it's very country style yeah it's family style so you get as much as you want um it's not a buffet though you can just keep getting more and they serve it in like skillets and like mason jars it's that kind yeah, of for aesthetic. people who don't care about characters which is definitely us i mean that's the better breakfast than yeah Chef for Mickey's. sure um mm. but you still have that like weird like fun theming to it um they do they have the the best trick if you're gonna eat at the whispering canyon cafe is ask for ketchup the server will get on your on your table and say who has ketchup and everyone will bring you their ketchup bottles so you will have 50 bottles of ketchup on your table it's it's like a thing and then they do this thing <laughs> they have little hobby horses and the little kids do a hobby horse race so they just like run around like and you'd think that's really annoying and loud but it's funny to see like the kids who are so damn cute and like really are like i'm helping the waitress <laughs> and like it's so cute and the first time we went there our waitress was phenomenal. She was so good. She 
gave us straws and she brought out like a few extras and then she just like put them in my friend Laura's hair. So like she did like an origami in Laura's hair with straws. <laughs> What's the and place was, in Hollywood studios that's kind of has a similar oh, aesthetic? Oh, 50s prime time where you have like the snarky waitress and um, the other thing was it was someone's birthday. It might have been your birthday, but they brought out a cupcake. No, it was a little kid next to us. It was a little kid's birthday. <laughs> I they can understand brought, why you're confused. <laughs> no, they brought out a cupcake and they sang happy birthday. And he was like, oh, thank you. And she picked up the cupcake and shoved it in her mouth. And she ate the whole cupcake. In front of me. So funny. <laughs> wow. And she like did it with a straight face. It and was She's awesome. like, this is a good cupcake. This is really good. I'm happy it's your birthday. I was hungry. And then, of course, they brought him out another one. But this kid was like, is this really happening? Yeah, it was adorable. So it sounds enjoyable. It, it is like very enjoyable. And then they have a premier dining experience there called Artist Point. Never eaten there, but heard it's great. Very heard it's very good. And then they have the um, white ra white rapids. Oh, they have like a little snack area, but and that's really small. It's like a room. It's not a lot bigger than my kitchen. It's a small little counter service area. It is incredible. Yeah. I wouldn't even call it a quick service. From yeah. It's like I a remember. counter. It's, it's, like... it's straight up like a window almost. Yeah. Just like one window. Um, I will say, I think that the Wilderness Lodge has the crappiest atmosphere to room ratio. I think the atmosphere when you walk in is so mind-blowing and takes your and breath cool. away. It's open at the back, so you can hear there's a creek that goes through the lobby, and you can hear the creek, and it's open. Hmm. And the atrium in the middle reminds me a lot of Alani, that it's just like this pool, and it's all this like natural like waterfalls and, and greenery. But then you go in the hotel rooms, yeah. And they are so outdated. They're so dark. Yeah. They're so small. 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 Really, that is definitely a knock for me as well. The mm. theming's cool, but I did not love the the rooms there. Yeah. Again, close to the Magic Kingdom, not nearly as close or as convenient as, say, the um, Polynesian or the Contemporary. Um, but I'd say kind of similar location-wise to Grand Floridian. Right? I think a little further away. Little further I think away. this is the furthest away out of the Magic Kingdom. Oh, certainly. Like, right. Yeah. I think this is probably the best kid deluxe. I would agree. Yeah, just like you have like the old Faithful Canyon out in the or the old Faithful Geyser. Geyser, out, yeah. And good pool. Good. Yeah. Pool. I don't yeah. think we, it was. It was February. All the deluxes have pretty decent pools. I, I don't think that we even pool. really need. We they have a quiet pool. We used the quiet, nice. the DVC yeah. quiet pool when we were there in January, and it was heated. Like it was cold, but I didn't care. Like the steam was pouring off of it, and I went in, and it was it was nice. I mean, it oh, was man. just your regular run of the mill quiet pool. But it, the nice thing is, it's so compact. Like that resort is just if you don't want to spend. Like the next one we get to where you could be spending 10 minutes walking from your room to the lobby. This is, you're no further than a two minute walk to the lobby, which is so, so nice when you're exhausted, like coming back from the parks. So. Yeah. So, um, and you can take a really fun tour there. That'll be my yes. last, you can do a tour in the morning that's free, even if you're not staying there, if you just want to go. Um, okay. Next up is the boardwalk. In the interest of time, can we kind of lump these three together i know that they're very different but they're like location wise we can discuss them all because there's three resorts um that are like in a circle around each other and they're close to epcot crescent lake and that would yeah, be yeah crescent, crescent lake. lake and that would be boardwalk beach club and yacht club 
So is anyone opposed to doing that? We have only stayed at the boardwalk. That is correct. And that's why I'm saying, because we don't have as much to speak on about Beach and Yacht Club besides the fact that it's very close and walking distance to the back entrance of Epcot. And they and have Storm Along Bay, which is That's for Beach Club. Be beach and Yacht. Hollywood oh, beach and Yacht both have it. Yes. The, yeah. the pool. Yes. You know what bothers me about that pool is how exposed it is to the people walking by. I for totally something that's agree. so exclusive, right. yeah, you should, you know, be able to... I agree with you. I bet they uh, yeah, want people to be is. like, look how much fun they're having. Yeah, well, that's true. Like, I can just picture little kids just, like, running around, like, in their bathing suits in front of you, like, running to the beach or whatever. Like, right. I, I I, can picture that as kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, just so we don't... So, you can't... You could also walk to Hollywood, Hollywood Studios. Studios. That That's a that's a hearty walk. That's a good... 15 minutes. Not as much from Boardwalk, but quite, yeah, quite, yeah, as, the other two. quite far from yeah, being um, yacht. They do, have, they do have boat service. Um, so if you, you know, just, you're not in, a, not in a hurry, you could uh, hop on the boat. Um, you could also walk to um, the Swan and Dolphin yep. for different things there, bars, restaurants. Yeah. Um, you could walk to the mini golf. Now, the Swan um, and Dolphin are technically, they're, not they're separate. Right. Right. So but, we're excluding them from this. Yes. And you're the one giving shouting us about time and you want to add two more resorts to talk about? <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm just saying why, <laughs> why we're excluding. Oh, boy. Um, beach and Yacht. Um, beach has Beaches and Cream, which is probably the most famous eatery there, which is where you can get the kitchen sink, which is like the huge, 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 huge ice cream sundae with like 19 scoops of ice cream or something like that. Um, and that's always a line out the door. But, yeah. you know, worth doing. I've never done it. I've always wanted to do it, though. Same. Uh, at least. And you get in the October. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll just add that to the October to-do list. It takes several uh, several people. If you yeah. Or, <laughs> yes. Several people and several lactate. I'm good for, like, a scoop, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, another, another really good place in the Yacht Club that I really enjoy is the Crew Cup Lounge. So it's a little oh, yeah, like yeah. hole in the wall sportsy bar. I really gonna, like that. Yeah, yeah I like I that really too. I, I just think they have um, the Matt will probably disagree, but they I thought they had sick. such really good um, buffalo wings, and they were a highlight for me. But, <laughs> they were a low light for Matt. Yeah, you <laughs> thought they were super spicy. Oh yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> was that? I don't even remember. Uh, was that the day before I got really sick? Or? Yeah, I think so. You attributed the sickness. I think you ate to... that sandwich that day. Yeah, and, and then, then the buffalo. Then the wings buffalo that wings that and night. And the sushi and the. Oh god! <laughs> this was a bad. Yeah, I'm that's just... like Oscar the Grouch's dinner. Don't bad, do what Matt does. Bad decisions were made that day with regards to the food shoveling in my face and doing a bar crawl. Yeah, and, and like a bar that's... crawl. That's for another episode. Um, the Yachtsman Steakhouse is also in the Yacht Club, which. Is is another premier dining. I've always wanted to do that one, but anyway. Um, so let's talk about the boardwalk. Let's sure, focus on yeah. that, which I will go ahead and say this right up front. I think is my favorite deluxe resort. I like it better than the Grand Floridian. You Mine can as walk, well. walk to two parks. I love the theming. I think the rooms are beautiful. I think the whole area is just gorgeous. You've um, got so much to do because you are along the boardwalk where you have all these shops and restaurants, which is something that no other resort has a plethora of yeah you have the creepy um clown yeah. pool oh, slide <laughs> where it looks like it's throwing you up the gaping clown mouth slide <laughs> but but in 
but that was a fun pull. I had a lot of if you're fun going down the slide, yeah, you right, around, so. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Until um, you turn around, that's what have I no. done? Just just stay away from the roast beef sandwich at, at the, the pool, uh, yeah. at the pool. Another one of Matt's best decisions. <laughs> Um, it I looked good. <laughs> I really like the character of the boardwalk. Um, just for instance, the last time we stayed there last May, we like there are some funky shaped rooms that like go in a circle, and we yeah. happened to get this like weird shaped room. It was huge, and it was just a standard room, but it because it just happened of, to be on a like, like on a weird the, angle, and yeah. it was it was beautiful, and you and not a lot of the other resorts have like character like that yeah and really like a lot of like little nooks and crannies with the pools like we found a pool oh, yeah. and i think we were really one of another group that was there the whole time we were there so you know that's that's that I the, love the, the only thing i would i i wish they had some sort of side entrance back entrance because where our room was was, was basically thing. past ESPN. ESPN club. We were like sitting in France in Epcot. <laughs> right. That's, that's where our room was. Right. I mean, yeah. and you know, we had to walk all the way back to the main. There's no other way around it. You had to go to the main entrance. And then if you're going to Epcot, you're doubling back out in front. Yes. That, that's. It was it, a 10 it, minute walk from yeah. the room we were in to the room you guys were in. And same resort. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah, just they, down the hallway. Those hallways are it's, really It's quite lengthy. a long walk. It's a big, sprawling resort, and you might not even realize it because it, it looks so compact, yeah. like if you're just looking at the boardwalk. I really like that small bar that they have that's at the bottom of those stairs. You know what I'm talking about? Or, I'm sorry, at the top of the stairs. Yeah, before you... it's like the little yeah. game room, and it's all like oh, mahogany yeah. and like... I don't know the name of it, but I know Yeah, exactly it's just a cool, like, old, classic-looking bar with a lot of really, yeah, like... Yeah. Rich mahogany. Rich mahogany. <laughs> Pictures. Uh, yeah. I I love the boardwalk. I mean, you cannot beat walking distance to two, uh, to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. I mean, and we all really dig Epcot. And I mean, if you could stay mm -hmm. at Boardwalk or Yotter Beach, I mean, it's also, you know, right there, especially during food and wine. I mean, it gets no better than that. And I'll put in one. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a lot of food options too. Oh, that's what yeah, I'm right. Yeah, the ESPN and along the other ones, and then there's also jelly flying fish. fish, flying fish, jelly rolls. Yep. Which is a dueling piano, piano bar. So much fun. Yes. You're gonna pay a cover to go in there. But not but, late. But not after. <laughs> right. Not yeah. after twelve. You yeah. go in late enough and. Yeah, but that's so. definitely, if you want to make a night of it and yeah. have a really good time. Definitely go to Jelly Rolls on a weekend because we've made the mistake of going on like, or when it's like busy, but we've made the mistakes of, mistake of going there when it was like off peak on this a Wednesday. This will be for another episode. This, <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. this is not, yeah, that, that'll be for another episode. But All the right. choices that you have within walking distance are insane. And that is the Bellevue Lounge inside the boardroom. Oh, thank you. Okay. Yeah, it's a great bar. Um, and now we're at Saratoga. Yeah, Saratoga, um, it, I guess it, it would technically be called a Disney Springs resort. Um, you could walk from one portion of the resort, you could walk into um, the marketplace section of Disney Springs. So over by uh, Earl, Earl's Sandwich it. and uh, Rainforest Cafe. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you come in from that, that far side. Um, it, it's got the feel of Saratoga Springs, New York. So... It's an interesting theming in the sense that, it's huge. Um, not, it, you know, I don't know. I know Saratoga Springs. I've been there. I um, it they capture the 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 feel of the town pretty well. Um, so it, it's about a half hour, forty five minutes north of Albany. 
This is where okay. Saratoga Springs is. Um, Why have you been to Saratoga Springs? They New have York. a concert venue there. Uh, Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews. Yeah. Uh, so, of course. I've been there several times. So, yeah, for those of our listeners, <laughs> Rob is a... To say that Rob is a big Dave Matthews band fan is, is, a, uh, is yeah. an understatement of the year. Yes. Um, <laughs> although... No, I won't get into that word on time. Um, so, I rode so the this bus is, through there the one yeah, time. It took forever. It is. It it's is too big. It is sprawling. Too big. Too big. Yes, this is like. Where did we stay? Congress Park. Congress Park. That's recommended to stay there. Yeah. So there's different sections of the resort um, that have you know five or six. I want to say um, you could you could rec you could request certain areas request Congress Park. It is the shortest distance to Disney Springs. Disney Springs. I, I don't know. I don't I can't imagine walking from like that yeah, first stop after you mm -hmm. get off like get in the resort main entrance there. Yeah. The off the road with the yeah. bus. That's a twenty minute walk just to where Congress we, Park. Yeah. Yeah. So Easily. we can all agree that location is a con. Definite negative for this one. Unless Well no, well, I yeah. I enjoy the location actually. I just didn't enjoy how large the resort is. Okay, right. so it's, size it's of the resort is a con, not necessarily location. If you want to be close to Disney Springs, then mm -hmm. which maybe you do, especially now with the. Um, yeah. Oh, I think it's I think it's yeah. ideal. I I really like the Saratoga Springs Resort itself. However, I will say I thought the rooms were really outdated. Oh, uh, I thought they were almost kind of disgusting. The uh, room we had was we musty had it, smell. We had. Mm some nasty experiences at Saratoga oh, Springs. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like with toiletries and like with uh, towels and sheets. I'll just say that. Please. It was gross. Um, we had to request some more and anyway. Um, but the room was fairly big. I felt, I mean, decent size. Yeah, it was a um, decent size and it was fun. That was a resort I think we spent a lot more time actually at the resort. That, that How are the food options? I don't think we ate at Saratoga. We didn't. Um, are there, uh, to be honest, there's a quick service and there's there's also a sit down and I think it gets fairly high marks and I don't know the name of it off oh uh, I remember I know it it's I something know it. racing oriented yes I thought, and uh, it's the I one think. and it has all different um it has all different sorts of like photos on the wall that um they you can like add your picture like there's turf club Turf yeah. Club. Oh yeah, I have heard good things We about made that. Re reservations a few years ago at Turf Club, but it was a short trip and we were like, well, that's kind of out of do the way. Really like, do you really want to go there? there? But I would really like to eat there. Maybe in October. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. We're going to be there for like 20 days yeah, at this point. Yeah, right. Um, and they also have the Senses Spa there that I know they're trying to make that more of a, a destination than the Grand Floridian, which yeah. I don't know why you would want to go to Saratoga Springs over the Grand Floridian, but whatever. It's what they're trying to do. Um, all right, anything else on Saratoga? The Treehouse Villas are part of Saratoga Springs, and that's something mm -hmm. I've always wanted to do. Must-do list. Yeah, they're um, what, three-bedroom, um, circular um, treehouses. Tree houses. Yeah, that, mm -hmm. that are part of the DVC portion. I mean, the, the vast majority of that property is DVC um, rooms. I mean, you can still pay cash if you're not a DVC member, but it's designed to give DVC members uh, the most options or the most rooms there. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. And you could also take a boat to yep. Disney Springs. Mm -hmm. um, that's also an option. 
And then the last, our last resort is Old Key West. And admittedly, this is the one that I think that um, we all have the least amount of experience. I've never even been to, uh, to Old Key West it. for any reason whatsoever. You, you drive by the entrance on your way to Saratoga Springs, so I, I believe it's Disney Vacation Way is what you turn off of right. um, to get there. Um, but has anyone would, here even been in the resort at all? Yes, I've been there once. You have? Yes. Okay. Um, they, I mean, it's it's cute little, it looks very Floridian, uh, uh, pastel colored fronts. Um, mm -hmm. I heard, I, I've heard it's very homey. It's another DVC resort. It's super homey. It feels, it's one of the, it's the first DVC. Yeah. So it's, you know, they kind of made them a lot larger. The rooms themselves are a lot bigger. Cool. Um, and actually, let me um, retract what I said about Turf Club in the photos, because that's actually Olivia's Cafe, and that's at Old Key West. Um, so I'm looking at the photos yeah. now. <laughs> um, and it kind of looks a little sterile, actually. I'm not loving the way this looks, but... Um, Definitely I've heard would good like reviews to about that restaurant. Yeah, so have I. We met somewhere that someone that worked there on our last trip down there. That's correct. And um, you know, they said they really enjoyed. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was Robert who was our Skipper Canteen waiter. He yeah. worked at Olivia's as well, and you know, he said he had really good experiences there. So, um, you know, definitely. You know, I I would like to stay there. Why not? It's the only one I don't think I've ever even really stepped too too much right same experience. but unfortunately for our listeners we don't have a lot of insight for this again so we don't, figure it out yourself or let us know if you have stayed there yeah how about that everything guys all right so um do you want to get to last call yeah and we are a little pressed we're we are a bit over so if you guys have any last call entries make it snappy yes holly you don't have to raise your hand <laughs> All right, um, I want to talk a little bit quickly about the late night, late night menu that got added at the Forbidden Lounge at Morimoto in Asia. This is in Disney Springs. Mm -hmm. So this lounge basically consists of an upstairs sushi bar, cocktail bar, seating, and apparently there's a hidden entrance across from Raglan Road. It's open awesome. from yeah. 10 p.m. to 1 a.m., and we're actually going to post um, the link on Facebook where you can actually see more of the menu items, but I'll just talk about two real quick. First one is portobello mushroom fries. Ooh. And it's also paired with a salty, spicy um, mayo-type sauce. And then another one is the chicken wings in a garlic soy glaze. Mm. So this is something... You're it's right, very intriguing mm. because yeah, I think there's real. very few late-night options if you're really hungry. This sounds like that could be open to one maybe ten dollar little items that aren't gonna like put you in a coma. food coma. And this seems um, like a little. This seems more upscale than that outdoor. What is it? Oh, more that little, street food. Street food, yeah. which I don't care for. I was looking at the prices, and it kind of ranges anywhere between eight dollars to maybe no more than fifteen. That's right. On the yeah, it sounds awesome. I, I, I I'd think like it's to check awesome, that out. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I have just one quick item, um, and it's a, that as you guys might see, um, we have a new uh, logo. Um, much thank you first to Catherine, who did our first logo, which was... Don't talk to me like that. Oh my gosh, much thanks. No, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying that like, oh my you, gosh, for like backstory, I'm not saying patron, I'm not trying to patronize you, but what I'm saying is like, 
you basically learned, like, you did, like, a quick crash course on Adobe Illustrator just to be like, I'm going to figure out how to do a logo, and you did, and the result was awesome. Um, my friend, my good friend Nick, who is a graphic designer, um, designed us a new logo, and it looks fantastic, so you guys will be seeing that on, you know, our various uh, social media and on iTunes and all that. And we're also now, in addition to iTunes, we are on um, Stitcher as well as the Google Play Store. So you can find us on most of the major podcast outlets now. So awesome. there you go. And so as always, reach out to us on social media, Instagram, um, Facebook, Pinterest. Um, am I missing one? Twitter, WDW Happy Hour. They're all, the, yeah. all the same. All the um, places. All of the places. Reach out to us. Email us, wdwhappyhour at gmail.com with any questions or comments. We'd love to hear from you. Um, thanks again for all the feedback to this point. Yeah, um, please. We enjoy hearing from everyone. It's a real treat. All right. My last call. Um, I have two really quick ones. <laughs> really quickly, really quickly. Um, I'd first uh, like to say I ordered a two new pair of ears from um, a girl named Katie, and she has a shop on Etsy. It's um, I actually found her on Instagram. Her handle is Magic Made Co. as in company, um, and the ears are gorgeous. I got a pair of rose gold ears, and oh my gosh, they are gorgeous, and they are just they're just so well made. And then I got another pair that's a Spaceship Earth ears that have the geodesic sphere pattern on them with a silver bow. And I have to say, I have regular mini ears that I got from Disney, and they're not the most comfortable things in the world. They really pinch behind your ears. They're tight. You know, they have to try to make them for like all, one size fits all. But the especially the Spaceship Earth ears that um, Katie made for me are just so comfortable and I'm going to rock them the next time I'm in Epcot. So check out Katie's shop. She's at uh, magicmadeco.etsy.com. Magic, M-A-D-E-C-O. Yeah. And then um, she's also on Instagram and you can see, oh my gosh, she has tons and tons of patterns. If you have a character that you like, I'm sure she has a pair of ears for you. a special order? I think so. Because when I ordered mine, like it, the Spaceship Earth ones came with the silver bow, but it said if you have something different that you want or you have questions, you can ask. So you could do like a blue bow or, you know, something else. She she does I'll such a great job. Her. Yeah, she's awesome. And she writes a cute yeah. little thank you note in, um, you know, in the... Looking for Dumbo. Oh, oh I'm sure she can do that. Um, and then I'd also like to say if you rode the Frozen ride, if you met Anna and Elsa... That's another um, interesting experience that's new in Norway, and it's very similar to the Kylo Ren experience, where you go in one at a time. Oh, and it's wow. not just like, and you meet Elsa first, and then you meet Anna, and it's um, it's individualized. And I've heard they spend a lot of time with you, and there's a really good Easter egg to the maelstrom in there. Yep. So let's. That's say, in the Royal Summer Hoose. The Royal right. Summer Hoose. Um, so let's pour one out for the Maelstrom on, on this episode. Um, one for our homies. But all right. Well, does anyone have anything else? Nope. nope. All right. Well, that's it for us. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. And cheers. Cheers. cheers.